0: Hello and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host Meryl van der and this is episode 37 and today we're going to be looking at programming with Scratch. Back in episode 11, I uh, had an episode titled How to Introduce Your Kids to Programming. In that episode, I talked about a number of different apps and online programs that would help you get started introducing your kids to coding. And one of those was Scratch. And today I want to delve a little more into what Scratch is and why it's a great way for your kids to start learning to code. I have just come back from Science Olympiad National. Science Olympiad is a big team event And uh, there are 23 different events, 15 students on a team, there's middle school and there's high school. Our middle school homeschool team actually won our state championship and uh, we competed at nationals. So if I sound a little tired, I came back last night after being away for six days and we got very little sleep. So excuse that. But I also just mentioned Science Olympiad because an event that they brought in four years ago was one called Game On. And guess what? Game On uses Scratch and so it is one of the events that my students did compete in this year. It is also something I've been teaching for a number of years so I know Scratch fairly well. So for those of you who don't know, what is Scratch? Well it was created by MIT. The idea was that it would be an easy accessible way for students to learn to code. It's intended for for ages 8 and up um, and Obviously, it's all the way through high school, and even adults can have fun with it. If you have a younger child, and you have an iPad, look for Scratch Junior. It um, isn't nearly as powerful, obviously, but it is also something that is accessible to younger children. Scratch is free, and I usually use it online, and nothing to download, but there is a downloadable version. So, if you have a Chromebook, yes, that is fine. You do not need to download anything. On the other hand, if you don't have great internet or you want to be traveling and you won't always have Wi-Fi, you can download it. And in fact, um, for Science Olympiad, that is how they use it because they don't want the children to obviously be online and uh, finding other ones to copy. Um, Scratch is block-based as opposed to having to code from scratch. So when I learned to code years ago I literally had to write each line of code. Now there are different blocks and you join them together in a almost uh, jigsaw puzzle-like fashion. You take them and you clip them together. You stack them um, and they create the code. So the actual on each block are obviously words. So that's why you do need to be able to read to be able to do it. The the block's also color-coded, which helps the students to easily find the type that they are looking for. But then you put them together and you have to use the right logic or they won't work. So it teaches all the things that will apply to real code if you want to talk about things like Ruby and Python and C++ that they will learn in later years but it's just a whole lot easier and takes away that level of frustration when they forget how to spell something or whether they're meant to be putting uh, something in parentheses or commas or whatever else. I would highly suggest you go and take a look at our show notes for this episode. You can find the show notes at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. And if you're listening to it uh, soon after I've done it, you'll find it as the latest one. Otherwise, look for episode 37. I'm going to include there a video from Mitchell Resnick, who actually headed up the MIT team that created Scratch. And this video is called Learn to Code, Code to Learn. And he gives many good reasons why you should learn to code. I'm just going to mention one of his that I thought was a great point. But you should go and take a look at it. He also shows you a number of cool scratch programs while he's speaking. It's a TED Talk. So it's 16 minutes, not too long. But he points out that in today's age, most students are very techie. They can get on and use technology. However, many of them, very few of them, can create. They are consumers, but not creators. And he says the analogy is imagine if you had a whole bunch of students who'd learned how to read. So they were reading books. However, nobody knew how to write, or very few. And that's what's happening right now. Children can play the games, they can use different software but they don't know how to create it. And obviously you understand why people need to be able to write as well as read, even if they aren't going to be writing books, they still need to write. And that's um, why children really do need this skill. So to go back to Scratch, why is Scratch so great to use for coding? Well, obviously I've covered a few of these already. The fact that it's free, um, that it's for fairly young children, can use it up to older children and various other things. But here are some more reasons. It is easy to learn. Really, if your child gets on there and plays around for a few minutes, they should be able to create something. Um, It really isn't hard to do something simple that is still fun. Nothing for them to remember. They can just go on and look for what they need and clip them all together and hit the little flag to get the run, and there we go. It's fun. Children enjoy using it. It's They might not ever be able to use it to its full capability, but all of them will be able to do something basic with it to get different things to make sounds, to move around. And it's really, really uh, fantastic to watch children try some things and realize they can make it work and just their eyes light up as they realize they are coding. You can do it quickly. Now I mentioned Science Olympiad and each event in Science Olympiad only has 50 minutes to to be completed. So when it comes to the Game On event that uses Scratch, students have to code an entire game in 50 minutes. And the one that my students used as the base one that that they would use every time was fairly complicated. It had levels. um, Obviously, it had a way to win. There was time that you were racing against. There was a lot that they packed in, and yet they could code it all in 50 minutes. But at the same time, obviously, theirs was was fairly complicated um, because they needed to for nationals. But at the same time, even younger students can use it to make something simple. Once kids have actually coded it, They coded a game. They can easily share it. They can, um, you just literally click on share and you take the link and send it to anybody you want to. So it's a fun way to send it to friends and family anywhere in the world. They can also, when they share it, make it visible to the rest of the Scratch community. They can choose whether they never want to share it or whether they do. And if they do, it will then be searchable. On the scratch platform and they can also go and find other people so they can go and play other people's and get inspired like that so it's, it's really good for them to be able to work um, and be able to share it and then other people say oh that was fun and for them to go and see others when they play something that they really enjoy and think I wonder how they did it they can see because scratch has a little button that you just simply click that says see inside so any program that has been shared you can actually see inside to look at the code and this is a great way for kids to learn as they do it. What can you do with Scratch? Well obviously they can create games, simple ones or more complex ones. They can also create things like interactive cards and in fact in the video that I linked to with Mitchell Resnick, he shows a number of examples of Mother's Day cards and seeing as in a few days time, it's Father's Day, this would be a fun way to create a Father's Day card. You can also use it to create animated stories so that um, as the kids go along they can tell the story and have their characters acted out. Scratch is easy enough for students to get started with on their own and they can really teach themselves. There are many free tutorials both on the Scratch website and also on YouTube. However, at this point, I do want to mention that if you feel your child would benefit from having someone come alongside them and having you being able to walk through it step by step, our sponsor, Finder Finder Academy, has um, classes that I teach. And there are two options. You can either take Um, the beginner intermediate and advanced classes which are just five modules i.e. five weeks each these are great to do over the summer if you don't have time to do during the school year Um, just five modules each of them focuses on a different game so they learn the techniques and then they put them together to create a game there are teaching assistants in the classes so if they get stuck there is help They will also be able to play each other's games and they will be graded because sometimes students can make something work, but they aren't doing it with the most efficient code and um, this way, if they get it working, but there is a better way, the TAs will give them some feedback and explain how they could do it in a more elegant way. Once they have done the beginner, they can move on, say, next summer to the intermediate and or over Christmas And then do the advanced. And so especially if they're younger, I would suggest do it that way. If they're only eight or nine or ten, because they may struggle with the more advanced concepts. However, if they're older, middle school or high school, and if they're wanting a high school credit for it, our class is worth a half credit for high school, half credit and intro to computer programming. And that you can do either over the summer, and it's not too late to sign up now, or in the fall or spring semesters. Again it's graded again there's TAs and that is just it's the same as the beginner intermediate and advanced one it's just put all together and there is a big final project. By the end of it they will have learned all the different um, concepts that you can use all the different coding blocks in the basic scratch program. There are now some add-ons that we don't deal with those yet but It uh, will teach them to be able to make fancy shooting games, things like um, Flappy Bird, an equivalent to that, Hangman, hidden objects, adventure games, all those kind of things they will know how to do by the end of the class. Um, If your kids are already coding in Scratch and you'd like to share some of their work, please come and join our podcast community at Homeschooling with Technology Community on Facebook. Um, If they're just starting out and you'd like to get inspiration from other parents or talk to them, come in there and join us too. And on the show notes page, I will link to a couple of um, examples of games that have been created by some of our students at Finder, Finder so you can see what it looks like. You can show your kids, hopefully get them inspired and that they will want to carry on and do this too. Once again, thank you for listening. Look forward to seeing you again next week, same time. Enjoy your summer. <music> Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandemerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.